0: It's fun to, to think about when I listen to like, Catholic Answers Live, for example, always amazed whenever I hear callers call in and go, you know, I'm not Catholic, yeah. but yet I'm listening to Catholic radio. And I just think to myself, what is it of all the choices that they could be listening to? Uh-huh. What is it about that program that draws them in, even when their own beliefs are challenged by mm-hmm. what they may be hearing on that program? You know, especially like when you talk about pro-life, and you know, that's like, hey, we want people who are who are not pro-life call in. It's just like, really, you can make a program. Like, there's people out there listening to a program <laughs> about pro-life, and and they're gonna that's call right. and say, I'm not pro-life, and this is why. So I can't help but think, you know, how many people is it reaching that you never knew. You know, I don't know who directly who I'm helping, but I trust that God is going to turn it on. And at the right point, at the right time on that radio, the right person is going to hear it. And in some way, shape or form, I was part of that. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Beiler, by calling 605-670-8333. The 34th annual bike race and ride between the NDSU and UND Newman Centers is Saturday, April 27th from 8 a.m. till noon. To register for the 25-mile race and ride from Hillsborough to Caledonia and back, all riders must stop by St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo Friday, April 26th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. St. Paul's Newman Center's goal is to raise $175,000. For more information, contact Emma Hergenroder at emma at bisoncatholic.org.
1: At the University of Mary, we believe, as did St. John Paul II, that truth is known through both faith and reason. Human reason seeks the truth, but ultimate truth about life cannot be found by reason alone. In today's challenging higher education scene, the University of Mary is flourishing because our mission is to help students live fully in this way, not just existing, but really living. We offer education for the whole of life, and that's the difference. Discover the Mary difference at ComeToMary.com. That's ComeToMary.com. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network,
2: bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Welcome back. This
3: is Real Presence Live. This is Michael Goldsmith with Father Will Thompson. And uh, did you know that the primary ed- educators of your children are you, their parents? Some parents educate their kids through the beautiful call of homeschooling. And right now we're going to be joined shortly with Brad and Deb Nelson as they share how they further the kingdom of God in their home. We, we are going to have a plug uh, kind of a, a giveaway here uh, to go and see this conference that we're going to be uh, talking about soon, and the location is at the University of Saint Thomas in Saint Paul, May 31st through June 1st. So, if you'd like to call in and win a couple tickets here, we have uh, our number here. And apologize. Eight seven
4: seven
3: seven nine five zero one. 2-2 to win those tickets. So, uh, Brad and Deb, uh, thank you for being with us on the air this morning. Uh, we'll be talking about the beauty of homeschooling and uh, previewing an event coming up. So, uh, first, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, I'm
5: from Cam Lake, Minnesota, and um, have homeschooled our five children. Um, they're currently ages 32 down to 18, so... We're at the, uh, the NDS part of our uh, journey, but um,
3: we have fond memories and absolutely
5: love homeschooling. Um, what else would you like to know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you told us how many, how many kids you have, and, and uh, so how did, how did you guys kind of come about this for, your, for yourself? How did you discern this and get involved in, in homeschooling and, and, and get it started in your home?
4: We, uh, this is Brad. We... Um... And I should mention, I'm actually a convert. Uh, I, was, I was raised outside the Catholic Church and, and uh, was confirmed in the Church in 1983. And uh, so uh, this has been a fantastic journey of, of Catholic home education for, uh, for our family. Uh, we, we started with to home education uh, kind of through a parish indirectly. There's a, a family or two that we met. We didn't even really have children yet. But uh, we were thinking about starting a family, and we uh, met met a, a couple of families who were homeschooling, which at that time was a real pioneer movement. And uh, we were incredibly impressed with their family life and their children. And they, they kind of uh, told us that they were they were home educating their their children. And uh, we didn't know much about it, but we were so incredibly impressed with them as a family and 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 you know, their their children. As I said, that we. If you kind of put a seed in our minds, that maybe it's something we should consider doing. So um, that that was really our initial initial uh, impetus to looking to homeschool us.
3: So, ba- so back then, it really was pioneering, like you said. So uh, there, there was, was. Di- <laughs> di- difficulties kind of getting that going. So you did have somebody that you could talk to about it and kind of get that you know, it, it's kind of proliferated a little bit more in our day and age, I think, and it's a, there's a lot more avenues. How did you have trouble right. finding? absolutely. I don't know, Dad, well, we, we have, have a beautiful parish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But,
5: um, you know, at that point, I think we had maybe a dozen um, families who were homeschooling within the parish. Um, and then as it grew, I think we've had up to about 80 families uh, in our parish who also homeschool. So that was key to it. I mean, just having that fellowship and support and encouragement, and knowing that you weren't alone was very helpful. But you're right; even the um, curriculum and um, you know different choices for you know what books to use, it definitely wasn't as prolific in the um, Catholic homeschool world um, as it is today. Now there's almost too many choices. <laughs> Great, right. you know, you have a lot of things to choose from. we back there, you were, or back then it was. You know, again, just kind of pioneering, and and yeah, wondering if, um, you know, what you're going to use, and and uh, you know how how to really you know plan out the curriculum. But uh, there's just a lot of helpful organizations and vendors, and uh, wonderful curriculum that is available to, to parents today.
6: So, as you um, look at. You know, the, then and now. Uh, aside from curriculum, what are some of the differences that you've seen, or some of your friends have seen, with with homeschooling over the last few
7: years?
5: I think there's a lot more um, uh, opportunities available: field trips, co ops um, You know, just different support groups. Um, that, again, you know, it took a little while to um, to develop, but um, at this point, there's so many. Um, organizations, even things like the Minnesota Orchestra um, and, you know, different um, field trips that are aimed or, you know, um, have opportunities spe- specifically for homeschoolers, homeschool bands um, that my kids were, our kids were able hmm. to participate in. Um, you know, it's a lot of different um, opportunities. Again, it seems like it's gone from... You know, the struggle of not having, enough, to maybe having too many things, but, you know, again, you know, being able to um, customize and choose what's best for your children is really a blessing. You
4: yes. know, it's, it's great. I think, too, uh, Deb, right, that since those early days, um, depending on the school district that uh, the family, of, you know, family is located in, uh, there are more and more opportunities for certain activities. Uh, for homeschool families to participate, or homeschool children to to, to be part of uh, at the local school, so in the early exactly days, it, was, it was all or nothing. You know, there was no opportunity exactly. for a homeschooler to say play play tennis or or play basketball or uh, be in the, in the school band. Um, right and now, schools are opening up to homeschoolers, and we know a number of homeschool families who take advantage of that and right. have have one of their kids participate in, in select activities of their youth you know, so that's that's another big uh,
3: opportunity that's come available since then. Yes, mm-hmm. that's great. There's
5: still the myth that um, goes around that you know homeschoolers are isolated and alone, and you know not really in touch with the outside world. And at least in our experience, it's been the opposite. You know, uh, mm-hmm. there's just so many opportunities and so many um, things that you can get involved with um, that it it's not sitting at you know just sitting at home but that's been a real blessing too is just to be able to have um, everybody around the kitchen table every morning um, mm-hmm. you know starting your day together um, Brad would um, pray with the kids before he left for work and mm-hmm. you know just having a little bit more of a um, I don't know sane or relaxed schedule you know where you're not rushing people out to you know three or four different places every morning right. it, Um uh, being able to go to uh, daily mass or um, you know have an outer adoration with the whole family was a real
3: joy well that 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 is great I me and my wife discussed this our, our children are also on the way out of the out of the homes they've been in the public schools it was kind of fearful for us to like take mm-hmm. this this discernment on and we, you know, how do you encourage people? You know, what what does a typical day look like for you? You, you? I know you you spent a little time saying about prayer and being able to go to mass, but I mean, and and the curriculum is available there for for, for people now. But what do you, what how do you start that discernment? How do you
5: start start the discernment to homeschool? Um, I think you know, having a mentor or someone that you can. Um, speak with and and because homeschooling isn't for everyone you know I mean there are challenges and um, and you you do have to um, use prayer and discernment in order to make sure that that's what your family is called to so um, making sure that you know mom and dad are on the same page is really um, essential um, and then just uh, experiencing you know firsthand another family who's um, decided to homeschool um, and and getting um, a first-hand look at it would be really helpful Mm
6: -hmm. thank you we're talking with Brad and Deb Nelson on real presence live Uh, in a few minutes uh, we are going to uh, have them talk to us more about the Minnesota Catholic home education conference and curriculum fair uh, but we do still have one set of tickets to give away for this conference and curriculum fair Uh, again that's gonna be at the University of St. Thomas May 31st to June 1st and uh, you can call in for those tickets at 877 Brad and Deb um, I think we just heard from Deb so maybe Brad uh, would you share with us some of the what you see as some of the benefits of homeschooling?
4: Sure um, for us the opportunity to truly individualize uh, the learning experience for each child is, is, a, is a huge benefit. Um, you know, in a traditional school setting, you know, twenty to thirty kids are, are kind of moving through uh, you know, the curriculum and the lessons all at the same time. And you know, we know that no two kids are alike. And uh, the beauty of homeschooling is that that truly the, the uh, uh, lessons and curriculum and and Educational process can be tailored to each child. Uh, if they, if they, somebody have a huge interest in a certain topic, there's no restriction to say, well, we, sure, we can study the planet. You know, there's nothing that will stop us from doing that uh, because we're not concerned about trying to have you know 20, 29 other children do the same thing. So, uh, huge benefit. Uh, schedule-wise, it actually. What and one thing that I think that maybe folks might be a little bit uh, apprehensive about is the fact that the schedule of the day can be actually shorter from a schooling standpoint because when you think about a traditional school setting you've got breaks moving from room to room you've got lunch you've got kind of a classroom management aspect of school uh, typically and, and in, in a home school setting many people find that they can accomplish their, their entire learning day in several hours less than a traditional school day so that's you know, from a schedule standpoint so then the kids have opportunities to do other things and just play and be kids when they're younger and, and you know, just be involved in things that they, uh, they enjoy um, after the, you know, the book-learning part of the stuff. Um, and then, of course, incorporating our Catholic faith into the entire day is a huge a huge blessing and benefit. And we talked a little bit about that earlier, but um, just throughout the entire day to be able to talk about whatever the, whatever the topic is in terms of our Catholic faith, um, and you know, certainly areas that um, involve... Um, any church teaching or, or that you might be hearing about in the you know, current news, that type of thing, we can relate to our Catholic faith and, and help them form their ideas and learning based on the on, on church and church teaching.
3: That's that's great. Um, we, we do have one ticket gone for Sheila in, uh, in North Dakota. And mm-hmm. we have one more left for this uh, conference, which is up in University of St. Thomas. Uh, on May 31st through June 1st. Uh, you can get a, the last set at giving a call to 877-795-0122 uh, to get that last set of tickets. Uh, can you tell us about this event, Brad, or, or Deb, either one? <laughs> um,
5: yes, like you said, May 31st to June 1st at the University of St. Thomas and St. Paul. um, And this is our 21st year, actually, of um, of having the conference. Our keynote speaker this year is Haley Stewart, who we're really excited about. Um, She blogs at um, Candles from Lickamoth, and um, she also wrote um, the book that a lot of um, of folks are familiar with, The Grace of Enough, Pursuing Less and Living More in a Throwaway Culture. So um, excited to have Haley. Um, We also have... um, Sterling um, Gakliff is um, the author of "Not of This World, A Catholic Guide to Minimalism. Um, so anyway, we have a lot of um, awesome speakers if you um, want to check out our blog. And then some just great vendors that, you know, really look at this as an apostolate to try to um, help you to um, have the tools to homeschool the best way that you can. So um, we have uh, 75 to maybe up to 100 vendors um, coming um to, okay. you know so you can get your hands on all the curriculum before you purchase and, and get you know their input on uh, you know what might work best for your child so um, you can find out more at our website it's mnconference.org um, but uh, okay. hopefully you know you'll be able to rub shoulders with other folks that are, are discerning or um, you know trying to figure out uh, if this is the calling that um, that the Lord is calling them to it's for their family
7: So
6: that sounds like it's going to be a great event. Some wonderful speakers, uh, plenty of vendors, and, of course, a lot of, a lot of other uh, homeschooling families will be there. Uh, we want to thank Priscilla mm-hmm. from Dickinson, North Dakota, uh, who has won the second set. Uh, so all of our sets are out there. But uh, uh, what was the website, again, Where uh, that you can go to for more information and to sign up?
5: Yes, it is mnconference.org. You know, on the On the um, website, we also have a listing of homeschool groups that we've heard about, you know, Catholic homeschool groups. You can check that out, too, to see what's happening in your area um, and get in contact with with a a group in your area so that you can get connected.
6: All right. Well, uh, Deb deb and brad we want to thank you for being on here uh at real presence live and coming up we are going to be on our 10 minute tour uh, moving around different events in the listening area stick with
2: us on real presence live this is real presence live local engaging live on the real presence radio network
0: Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Beiler, by calling 605-670-8333.
9: Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424.
0: Rapid City Catholic Schools welcomes you to the 39th Annual Mayfest Auction and Dinner Saturday, May 4th at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center's Lacroix Hall starting at 5 p.m. The event's theme is an evening in Paris, and there will be a live and silent auction with hundreds of great items where all registered bidders will be entered in a drawing for one student to receive one year of free tuition. Event tickets are $65. For more information, contact Liz at 605-348-1477.
2: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live, and we're still
6: hanging out here at St. James Coffee in Rochester. If you're in the area, stop on by. We'd love to have you. We've got a number of groups hanging around and enjoying themselves. Uh, I know it's hard to be inside on a beautiful (laughs) day like this, uh, but we've got got, uh, plenty of space here, and uh, have a cup of joe. It'll get you ready to be outside for the rest of the afternoon. You know, it was wonderful talking with uh, with uh, Deb and Brad about the um, yes. about the homeschool conference coming up here May thirty first and into June first. Uh, should be should be a nice experience, and uh, we had our, our two callers uh, that were able to get those get those uh, free tickets for the event. So hope hope that that's wonderful for everybody. You know, we are going to be moving, moving on ahead. Uh, it's always great to have uh, these prolonged interviews, uh, but sometimes it's good just to take a brief amount of time to let you know what's going on on the road. Yes. And so here we start. We are on to our 10-minute tour, taking a look at things that are going on throughout the listening area. To start off, we have our pro- we have a prophecy school with Damien Stain coming up this weekend. And Lucy, why don't you tell us a little bit about the prophecy school?
10: Yeah. So um, the prophecy school is this Saturday. Uh, Damien Stain is one of the global uh, charismatic leaders of the renewal uh, in the Catholic Church. He is the founder of the Court Lumen Christi in the United Kingdom, and this is the second time that he comes to the United the United States. So it's a really big deal. He's been training people uh, since 1992. The Prophecy School starts uh, at 9 a.m. and it goes to 4 p.m. on Saturday, April 27th. Registration starts at 8.15. uh, And it goes until Sunday, April 28th. We start at 9 a.m. We go to 4.30. And then we have the Miracle Healing Service at 6.30 uh, p.m. to 9.30 p.m. And this will take place at St. John's. Uh, co-cathedral in Rochester Minnesota
6: all right so again that's uh, this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. with registration at 8:15, and it will continue uh, from 9 to 4:30 on Sunday as well the co-cathedral of st. John's uh, uh, Lucy where can people sign up for this
10: so we had an online registration but registrations closed uh, online today So people can still come to the event and register online. I mean, register at the church. Mm -hmm. Um, Just come early. We're going
7: to start at 8.15.
6: Excellent. So online registration is closed, but it is not too late to be a part of this great event. Uh, Again, Damien Stain, uh, this is only the second time he is coming to the United States, or has come to the United States. Uh, Lucy, remind me, where is he from? He's from the United Kingdom. UK. So he's coming all the way over here for the event this weekend. Lucy, thank you so much. And uh, prayers and blessings for the Prophecy School event this weekend. Thank
10: you. Thank you for having
3: us. Well, let's move on to we have a baked chicken dinner at the Cathedral of Christ the King in Superior. I take it that's Superior, Wisconsin. (laughs) Uh, The cathedral... uh, Invite you to join them for their annual baked chicken dinner on Sunday, April 28th, coming up, and it's from 11:30 a.m. to 4:30 p.m. in Cress Hall. The menu includes chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, vegetables, coleslaw, cranberry sauce, and beverages, as well as a selection of homemade desserts. Ooh, that sounds good. And prices are $10 for adults. for children ages 6 to 12. And children 5 and under eat for free. Takeouts are available. That again is at the Cathedral of Christ the King in Superior, Wisconsin. And they're inviting you this Sunday, April 28th from 1130 a.m. to 430 p.m.
6: We also have an event happening in Grand Forks, North Dakota. We talked a little bit about uh, the 30-Day Rise Challenge for Men, uh, but Magnificat Morning, this is a chance for the women out there. Are you looking for a way to grow in your Catholic faith and femininity? Join us for a monthly gathering meant to help you grow in this way. Magnificat Morning is held the first Saturday of each month at Saints Anne Living Center, in Grand Forks. Again, that's the first Saturday of each month at St. Anne's Living Center in Grand Forks. The morning is going to include a rosary, mass, a light breakfast, music, a short talk, small group discussion, sharing, and prayers. There's something for everybody in there. For more information, contact Sister Christina at 701 746. 9401. Again, that, that is Magnificat Morning in Grand Forks, North Dakota. And we move on to Dickinson,
3: North Dakota, where they're going to have a Pine Room Supper. This is at St. Joseph's Church. Uh, in, uh, they'll be hosting it in Dickinson. Uh, it's called the Pine Room Supper on Saturday, May 4th from 4.30 p.m. to 7.00 p.m. in the Pine Room. On the menu will be fried chicken, hamburger hot dish, mashed potatoes and gravy, coleslaw, buns and desserts. And adults and youth are $10. Ages five and under are free. Proceeds will go towards the Pine Room renovation project. Again, that's at St. Joseph's Church in Dickinson, May 4th, 4.30 p.m. to 7.00 p.m.
6: Sounds like a great event there, and again, plenty of different options. Although I'm always partial to fried chicken myself. <laughs> it might show a little bit too much, but, but I love the mashed potatoes, the gravy. You can never get enough of that, right? Yeah.
7: <laughs>
6: <laughs> no, that sounds like it sounds like a great event. As we continue to move on through our uh, our road show here, uh, we're gonna hear from Anne from Bismarck about the Spring Band Concert Finale. Anne, why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
11: Well, good morning, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share with you about our final Spring Band Concert. The St. Mary Central High School Instrumental Music Department would like to invite all of you to attend our final Spring Band Concert of the Year this coming Monday, April 29th at 7 o'clock PM. We have had numerous concerts in our gym over the years, but this one is in particularly special as it will be the very last spring band concert to be performed at our current school as we will be moving up north in the fall. And so we're really looking forward to this concert. Um, we will be featuring our jazz ensemble, the symphonic band and the wind orchestra. We will also be featuring two of our small ensemble groups, um, both of which received the outstanding performance of the day at the day Solo and Ensemble Contest this year. One will be a percussion ensemble, and the other is a brass group, a brass set The concert is also going to kind of conclude with our special guest conductor of the evening, who is Father Thomas Grafschard. Father Grafschard is the associate pastor at St. Anne's Parish here in Bismarck. And at our notable feast last year, we auctioned off the baton for a chance to conduct the Wind Orchestra and Father one won the baton. So he is a proud alumni of St. Mary's, was very involved in the band program over the years while he attended school here. So this will definitely be a special moment for all of us to partake in. Um, admitted, admission for the concert is free. So um, we'll be having a reception afterwards, and we'd just love for all of you to attend.
6: All right, wonderful, Anne. And give us again the the time and place.
11: The time and place is this coming Monday, April 29th, 7 o'clock p.m. at St. Mary's Central High School in the main
6: gym. All right, thank you, Anne, and thanks to everybody who uh, uh, submitted and uh, called in for this 10-minute tour. I don't know about you, I'm exhausted. That's a long travel. Went went, went through all all the listening area (laughs) in just 10 minutes. Pretty amazing. A lot of great things going on around the area. Uh, But there is still more. There is more to come. Now, do you think that we should keep sacred music alive? We just heard about a concert. Well, Deacon Kyle Eller of the Diocese of Duluth is going to be sharing his thoughts. And later on, we're going to be uh, hearing about how one community is getting their taste buds ready for some great recipes. This is Real Presence Live. Stay tuned.
2: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: At the University of Mary, we offer a world-class education that's truly affordable. 99% of our students receive scholarships, and we offer a groundbreaking year-on-campus option to earn your bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four. That means less cost, less debt, and a tremendous boost in your lifetime earnings. For these reasons and more, we're the nation's most affordable, serious Catholic university. Discover more at ComeToMary.com. That's come ComeToMary.com.
5: Rochester Catholic Schools welcomes you to an all-new Hearts of Gold, Friday, April 26th, starting at 6.30 p.m. at the brand-new Hilton in downtown Rochester. The event's theme is Cirque in the City, and there will be a cocktail party atmosphere with cuisine available at several unique food
3: stations, plus a VIP hour at 5.30. Individual tickets and host table options are available by visiting RCS mn.org
5: backslash hearts of gold
8: people think a and b is in the copier business but we're not we are in the people business whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com.
0: Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Beiler, by calling 605-670-8333. You're listening to
2: the RPR Network. Now back to more Real Presence Live. Welcome back. This is Michael Goldsmith with Father Will Thompson. We're,
3: we're gonna be talking about fostering sacred music in the church. It's something that Deacon Kyle Eller of the Diocese of Duluth holds close to his heart. He has studied this music and most importantly, he has put it into practice. Why is there such an effort to keep a tradition like this isn't it time for the church to move away from things like Latin music and Gregorian chant? That's what we'll be discussing in this segment. So, good morning, Deacon. Thanks for joining us today.
7: Good morning. It's my pleasure.
3: Uh, will you talk about sacred music? In the uh, we'll be talking about it in, in an event coming up, and that's all in a moment. First, can can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Definitely.
7: Uh, my name is Deacon Kyle Eller, and I'm the communications director for the Diocese of Duluth, have been for more than a decade now, and also edit the Diocesan newspaper here. And um, a little over a year ago, I was also ordained a permanent deacon, and I serve at St. Benedict Parish in Duluth,
3: Minnesota. Awesome. Uh, can you? Kind of talk a little bit about sacred music, and you know what is sacred music? I guess you know I'm asking that question myself here. So can you explain?
7: Yes, I'd be happy to. You know, so the church makes uh, some distinctions here. You know, a lot of people think that any kind of religious music is sacred music, but when the church talks about sacred music, what she's really referring to is the music of the liturgy. So there's discussion of the the holiness of that music, which among other things means that it's taken from the text of holy scripture or from the liturgy itself so it's it's the difference between singing at mass versus singing the mass so singing the text of the mass singing the prayers of the mass and then there's also uh, the question of form it talks about the beauty and what one of the things that the church means by that is that it should be something that's particularly suited to fostering an environment of prayer in the liturgy and particularly suited to the place that it occupies in the liturgy. So you sing something differently, for instance, if you're accompanying a procession versus if you're if you're singing the the sanctus, for instance. Mm-hmm.
6: And what what got you interested in sacred music?
7: Well, it's interesting because uh, you know I'm a convert to the faith, and uh, one of the things that was uh, a little bit of a like blinking sign that there was something I needed to discover was an encounter with sacred music that I had that was not in a sacred setting. I was um, in high school, and I was in a in a choir setting where, in those days, there the American Choral Directors Association in Minnesota would gather a group of of men from choirs from high school and college choirs at St. John's Abbey in Collegeville, Minnesota, and uh, singing in this 300 voice men's chorus. And then the college choirs that were there that I was not a part of, I was just in high school would also sing and, and the Saint John's group as I recall they sang Gregorian chants, and I was I was blown away by how amazing it was. It was something completely different. So that always kind of stuck with me even though I was wandering very far from even the Lutheran faith I was raised in at that time. And so so that always kinda of stuck with me. And then as I came into the church, you know, what I encountered was a very different kind of music than what I'd heard at at that event. And uh as as many people do, I had somewhat strong opinions and feelings about it. And so I decided, you know, instead of getting upset about what I didn't like or those kinds of things, I would do the thing of, you know, light a candle rather than curse the darkness. And I thought it would be a good idea to form a a chance scola that could present this in a hopefully beautiful way for people to encounter. And so for a number of years, I I led a, a Gregorian chant school and basically learned how to perform this music and how to incorporate it into the liturgy and, and to do those things.
3: That's, that's really beautiful, Deacon. Is all sacred music sung in Latin or, you know, you, you brought up Gregorian chant. Is, is there other language that sacred music is, is sung in?
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the church would hold up um, Gregorian chant as sort of the, the prime example of what sacred music really is. Um and that is in Latin except for the curiae, which is of course Greek. Um but actually there's um There are, there are new compositions that are, that are written that are modeled on this kind of idea of plain chant that are sung in English or or various other languages as well. So for instance, there's the simple English propers is a good example of how that's done or even, even the ISIL chants that will often hear sung at, at mass in English that are set to the, to the, you know, basically Gregorian psalm, Gregorian tones.
6: Awesome. Well, you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're talking with Deacon Kyle Eller of the Diocese of Duluth. Now, there's a workshop that's coming up in your area. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that?
7: I can tell you a little bit about it. Um, it's being put on by uh, Blessed Sacrament Parish of Hibbing. and their goal is to you know, introduce people to of the mind of the church with regard to this a lot of people think that it's just sort of a matter of whatever your parish happens to like but the church really does have something that it holds out for us as, as what we should have in our worship and so it's to introduce people to that um it's going to cover some of the documents and things like that that will introduce people to those ideas and, and what it means it'll also you know, help to motivate people to say you know are we giving god our best are we just kind of going along and doing what we you know, kind of just doing what, what we feel like doing. Yeah. And then it will also get into the technical details of how do you learn this music, how do you sing this music, how does it work in the Mass, those kinds of questions.
3: Great, Deacon. Uh, where, where can people find out about, you know, or, or register f- for this event?
7: You know, I think the best place would be to contact at Sacrament Parish in Hibbing. And you could just call the parish there, and they should be able to give you all the information that you need. Do you want the number? If
6: you have it. Sure. It's uh, 218-262-5541. All right. So, uh, and, uh, Deacon w- w- when when is that happening?
7: That is happening on, I believe it's May 4th, hang on double-check and make
6: sure I have that right that would be an important detail yes yep. that is on May fourth, from 830 to 3 p.m. okay so again uh, um, this workshop workshop on sacred music is happening at Blessed Sacrament Parish in Hibbing Minnesota mm-hmm. on May 4th from 830 to 310 uh, 830 a.m. to 310 p.m. and uh, you're invited to call the parish to sign up and get more information, and that number is 218-262-5541. Did I get that right, Deacon Kyle? Yeah, 3 o'clock, not 310, but closer. 3, three <laughs> o'clock, oh, okay. I, I put 310 down and thought, that's a strange time to end, but, you know, maybe, maybe Mass is at 315. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why you'd have a 315 Mass on Saturday, but uh, that's, uh, that's all right. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, is there anything else you'd like to share about the workshop, or any other thoughts you would like to share with us about uh, sacred music?
7: Well, you know, I was thinking about this, and you know, everybody has been, I think, understandably upset about the fire at Notre Dame, and I, One of the quotes from the Second Vatican Council that I that I think of often is the very first sentence in its uh, in its chapter on sacred music talks about the musical tradition of the church being a treasure of inestimable value greater even than of any other art, which is an extraordinary statement when you think about the architecture and the, and all the other artworks that the church has. And, and I was thinking about how you know, the church, how, how we're mourning over the loss, and rightly so, of, of the burning of this building and those kinds of things, and just to... Maybe there's a lesson for us there in how we think about how we're preserving this particular treasure, that there's this patrimony of of sacred music that's really a school of prayer for us. And Mm. so that's something that we need to think about, how we preserve that in our parishes as well.
6: Excellent. Thank you, Deacon Kyle. Thanks for joining us and hope you can join uh, Deacon Kyle at Blessed Sacrament in Hibbing, Minnesota, on May 4th from 8.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. Up next, we're going to be keeping local communities engaged as well as their taste buds. Uh, We'll hear more about that. Stay right here as Real Presence Live continues.
2: Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
9: France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness, and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries. Set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with Spiritual Director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166594.
0: Rapid City Catholic Schools welcomes you to the 39th Annual Mayfest Auction and Dinner Saturday, May 4th at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center's LaCroix Hall starting at 5 p.m. The event's theme is An Evening in Paris, and there will be a live and silent auction with hundreds of great items where all registered bidders will be entered in a drawing for one student to receive one year of free tuition. Event tickets are $65. For more information, contact Liz at 605-348-1477. The 34th annual bike race and ride between the NDSU and UND Newman Centers is Saturday, April 27th from 8 a.m. till noon. To register for the 25-mile race and ride from Hillsborough to Caledonia and back, all riders must stop by St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo Friday, April 26th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. St. Paul's Newman Center's goal is to raise $175,000. For more information, contact Emma Hergenroeder at emma at bisoncatholic.org. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR Network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333.
2: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence
0: Radio Network.
2: Join in the conversation on our Facebook page, and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back.
3: This is Real Presence Live. I'm Michael Goldsmith with Father Will Thompson here at St. James Coffee. It's now time to enjoy some tasty creativity talented men of from across one local community are coming together to showcase their special recipes and you have a chance to sample those recipes Valerie lights will share all the details and talk about how you can help support opportunities to keep the elderly active and involved so um, we're going to be talking about that shortly here
6: yeah Valerie will be joining us shortly uh, you know it is it is always fun to see some different recipes try out some different recipes i i uh i remember talking to my mom years ago and uh just wondering how she cooked so well and she said well you, you know you, you learn as you go along mm-hmm. and it wasn't always so good at first but right. uh but I, I i never i never knew that i only knew good cooking and uh but we can always get in that rut Try and air you kind of our- get in that rut of mm-hmm. you have the same recipes mm-hmm. that you keep going back to and I kind of noticed that myself in my in my own cooking. It's like, well, <laughs> I got about three or four recipes I keep going back to, and you know, so far I'm I'm, I'm fine with it. It, it works, uh, but it but it is always fun to be able to you know hear from others and to see what they're what they're trying out. Is that Domino's and Jimmy
3: John's and
6: no, well you know well, there, there there is there is some of that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, at least I
3: my daughter loves to cook, so she does a lot of it at home. So I just let her do it. I do enjoy it myself, but yeah. You know, hey, if somebody else wants to do it, you
6: just kind of go with it. So. Well, it's it's kind of funny because I, you know, I get these these cookbooks and find one or two recipes in the cookbook that I like, and then I stick with it. I don't explore the rest of the cookbook. So I've <laughs> I've got plenty of recipes out there. I've got plenty of things that have been given to me over the years. Uh, but uh, but you know, you just you you grow comfortable and yep. you say, you know what, hey, this it's is easy. what we've I mean, got. Don't. So let's go with it. Yes. Yeah, uh, one of my one of my favorites. I've well, kind of got two with the same type of recipe, uh, both fish and chicken. Uh, you know, throw throw in some some mushrooms and tomatoes and uh, r- roasted red peppers and artichoke hearts. And mm. It's pretty tasty.
3: Did you guys have a Did you guys have a garden when you were growing up?
6: No, we didn't. Well, we had rhubarb in the back, oh, okay. but uh, you know, that was we was just broke off a stock and started eating it yeah Uh, so we didn't didn't have the the fresh gardens in back but you know mom was always able to cook up some good things uh but you know now that it's been getting nicer out you know got to get the grill out yes uh, as well and you know there's i don't know there's just something different about about cooking but speaking of cooking we get to hear from valerie this morning uh valerie thanks for joining us on the air
12: well thank you so much for having me
6: Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Valerie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
12: Um, I am the Activity Director at Active Generations here in Sioux Falls. Uh, We are the Community Center for the Mature Adult, which means you have to be 18. But I do have to confess that the majority of our people are probably 68 and above.
9: (laughs) And And we have... We have
12: almost 3,000 members that I'm, my partner and I are, try, are responsible for trying to keep busy every week.
3: Oh, my. So what are some certain services you provide at, at Active Generations?
12: As the activity department, we have over 50 specialty interest groups, everything from a book club to a motorcycle club and everything in between. And then we have a fitness center that's open up it opens up at 5.30 in the morning and goes until 8 o'clock at night, Monday through Friday, and is open from 8 to 3 on Saturday. And um, that's what the activity department does. But then we have six other departments. We also have our nutrition department that's responsible for Meals on Wheels here in Sioux Falls. Mm. They have 31 different routes serving 400 and 425 people a day. Plus, we have a congregate site where people come here to eat, about 75 to 100 people a day. Wow. And they're always looking for volunteers to be drivers for that, to help with the 31 routes. We also have what we call adult day services. We have Daybreak, and then we have Kaylee Cottage, where people, if you have someone in your life that has Parkinson's, dementia, Alzheimer's, some kind of a physical ailment where they can't stay home alone, but their caregiver needs to be able to get out and about, their caregiver can bring the loved one here for... 3 or 4 hours a week to 10 hours a day 5 days a week if necessary
6: wow that sounds great I I just I'm having this image in my head now about uh, the motorcycle club also doing <laughs> a book study or the motorcycle club doing meals on wheels um, um, yeah. we
12: have had the motorcyclists do the meals on wheels it's a little hard because the packets
6: don't quite fit right <laughs> gotta get that strap on the back <laughs> we're talking with Valerie from Active Generations here on Real Presence Live uh, you know Valerie, you know, dining can just be such a pleasant experience, and you know, you serve so many people and have opportunities for so many people. Um, I'm sure there's many talented members of Active Generations uh, who make their own food. Do you give us a small list of the foods that they like to make?
12: Um, actually, what we, we, we've got coming up is our Gourmet Guys event, and this year we have 32 local gentlemen um, that aren't necessarily chefs, uh, like we have the sheriff who's done it for all 18 years. Uh, We have bankers, lawyers, uh, radio personalities, TV personalities that are coming in, and they're basically turning active generations for two hours this Sunday into Costco on steroids. Nice. They're making about 600 samples each of everything from appetizers to desserts, and we uh, we turn the whole building into just uh, their eating extravaganza along with beverages. Um, and it's a, the biggest fundraiser for all seven of our departments for our capital campaigns.
3: Wow. There's, there's tickets that you need, need to purchase for this, and where, where can they yes. do that?
12: Uh, tickets are $40 if you do them pre-sale, or 35 if you happen to be an Active Generations member. Um, you can either come to our information window, which is at 2300 West 46th Street, or you can give us a call if you want to pay by credit card over three th- at 336-6722. Or if you want to go online, you can go to our website, which is activegenerations.org. Or if you're a Facebook user, go out and look for Gourmet Guys. We're out on Facebook, and you can buy tickets in all of those places.
6: Oh, that sounds great. Now, you know, for some of our listeners, they might hear $40 and think that that's uh, a high amount. Um, But first of all, I would like to remind everyone there are 600 Samples uh, available of each of the things that are coming. So uh, they're, they're ready to serve everybody. But about how many uh, people do you have coming uh, to, to offer food?
12: Well, um, by the time we're done, because of our sponsors, that we have various sponsor levels, um, we will have about 750 tickets out into the community. And at 430, when the doors open, there's probably about 200 people in line already at that point. Uh, but we in that two hours we usually put about 500 to almost 600 people through uh, the building for the different things.
6: That sounds great, and uh, so people have the opportunity to uh, sample from all sorts of different chefs. Uh, the sample uh, or the uh, um, the ticket will also include uh, complimentary wines, beers, musical entertainment, and. Does this event uh, sponsor or um, support Active Generations in general, or is there a specific aspect of Active Generations that it supports?
12: It supports our capital needs for all of our seven departments. Um, just because, you know, the buildings the buildings are here, but they all need to be paid for and supported, and the utilities and all of those things, so it helps with yes. that.
3: Absolutely. That, that, is, that is great. Can you tell us one more time what number to, to call? to get the tickets for that?
12: You bet, it's 336-6722. Or you can go out to our website, activegenerations.org.
6: And that was area code 605, Mm 336-6722. Now Valerie, you said this has been going for 18 years, is that right?
12: Yep, this is our 18th one.
6: What what have been some of the highlights uh, uh, over over the years?
12: Um, I think some of the best highlights, well of course, But we've had, there are two chefs that have been with us all 18 years, including Sheriff Milstead here in Minnehaha County, and he is the the guy to beat. (laughs) I have have veterans that keep returning every year that before they tell me which category they're going to be in, they want to know where Sheriff Milstead's going to land. Mm. And so they pick something different (laughs) because he wins. Um, We... We consistently, for the last five years anyway, have been raising fifty to fifty-five thousand dollars with this event. So it's a very, very big event for us, and it just helps us support the whole community, which is the best thing about it.
7: Oh,
3: that's- uh, Valerie, I could just uh, see so you. You had mentioned also that you need volunteers. Is that the same number you can call for volunteering to, or do you need people for this event, or? Well, we
12: always need we always need volunteers. Um it takes about 750 volunteers to run all 7 of our departments. As I said, nutrition is looking for volunteers to be drivers for the Meals on Wheels program. We have another program called Workers on Wheels where we have volunteers that go out into the homes and help people age in place by doing light housekeeping, light home repairs, rides to medical appointments, grocery shopping, that kind of thing. So that always needs volunteers. And, of course, the activities department, if you want to get involved with almost any of the 50 50 organizations we've got, we need volunteers there too.
3: And is that the same number then, the 605-336-6722? Can they call on that number?
6: Correct. All right. Yeah, there's a lot going on with 750 volunteers. You know, there, you know that there's going to be uh, you know, some, some building needs along with that, and it sounds like this is a wonderful event uh, uh, coming up, as you have many chefs from around the area. Um, you, know, you, you had mentioned that there were different categories, uh, mm-hmm. at, at this event. Uh, could you just list those, those categories for us?
12: You bet. We have appetizers, salads and sides, entrees, and desserts. And the big thing for, these, for the chefs themselves, for our gourmet guys, is that we have four local chefs that come in and judge the event. So mm-hmm. these guys okay. are awarded first and second place in each of those categories. And then we also have the people that come in, the public, vote on people's choice. And we've changed that up this year. It used to be that there was, they had to pick one out of all of the 32 uh, to be their, the, the, their very favorite dessert or, you know, a very favorite entry, I should say. But this year we've changed it up where there's a first and second in each of the categories under People's Choice as well. So your vote counts.
6: Excellent. Well, I hope that our listeners will consider, consider going. Um, uh, uh to support active generations uh what what's the date here
12: the date will be sunday june excuse me april 28th from 4:30 to 6:30 we do have a limited number of tickets available at the door for $45 but sale is $40 and all the variety of ways to get a hold of us
6: excellent so it sounds like a great event, uh, great event. Uh, many blessings to you. Hope it goes well. So our listeners in the area, maybe go to your uh, Divine Mercy celebration and then hop over to Active Generations uh, for this wonderful event to support all of the good work that they do there. Valerie, thanks for joining us, and I hope it all goes well this weekend.
12: Thank you so much for having me.
6: You bet. All right, Michael. Yes, that brings us towards the end of another show. Now we uh, get to go
3: outside and take a walk, right?
6: That we do. That we do. <laughs> but not quite yet. Uh, first, we want to turn it over to Gregory to see what's going to be coming up tomorrow. Yep. Thanks, Father. So our hosts on Thursday will be Andy Sean, Father Michael Molloy, coming to you
8: from Rapid City. We're all called to surrender ourselves to Jesus, who is divine mercy itself. So how do we take this leap of faith? Authors Roxanne Solan and Patty Armstrong will share ways that we can give ourselves more fully to Christ. And we are not beyond, or we are never beyond God's love and mercy. This is what we'll unpack with Bishop Robert Gruse of the Diocese of Rapid City. And there is beauty in the mercy of God. How is this made manifest? Father William Slattery of the Diocese of Fargo will share how we can encounter God's mercy more fully. All this and much more coming up tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 Central. Back to you guys.
6: Sounds great, thank you, Gregory. And certainly uh, it, uh, appropriate to encourage us as we are entering uh, you know, into the second half of our octave of Easter and getting ready to celebrate Divine Mercy this Sunday. Uh, I know a lot of a lot of parishes will have have events going on for Divine yes. Mercy, uh, and it's it, it's just always good to be able to experience in a new way the mercy that God has for each of us whether it seems like it's been ages since you have uh, experienced God's mercy for example through the Sacrament of Reconciliation or if you're you know a a month a monthly uh, attendant at at Sacrament of Reconciliation you know God's mercy is always new God's mercy is always effective God's mercy is always bringing us back to that sacred heart of Jesus st. Faustina
3: it is an ocean an ocean of mercy Beyond our beyond our recognition,
6: yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us here today on Real Presence Live. It's been a pleasure to co-host with you here, Michael. Get your get your first official uh, day under under the belt under the belt. Thank you, Father. It's been great. This has been Real Presence Live. Have a blessed day. Amen.
2: This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page. Real Presence Live. Local. Engaging. Live. On the Real Presence Radio Network.